This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Send us your email. Give us a give us your questions. That's what we want to know is what do you need us to help you with? What questions do you have that can make your retirement and your life a little easier. Joining us this morning, as always, he's here, he's clear, he just got out of traffic, and he's cold, Tony Shore. <laughs> Tony, what's shaking, bacon? Well, I'll tell you what, I wish there was some bacon shaking. That's No for sure. kidding, no kidding. That is for sure. I I spent a good hour on the road this morning. You know, and it's it's weird, the snowstorm was yesterday up here, I'm up here in Minnesota, we got about, at my house, we got close to seven inches. Wow. Uh, yes, just in one day. And uh, that's a lot. It was a lot. It's the first big snow of the year, so traffic was crazy. Most people stayed home yesterday. But the plows came and cleared the roads. And this morning, I thought, oh, it'll be clear sailing. Nope. Uh, Just uh, (laughs) stop and go traffic, ice pack roads. So, yeah, it took me a while to get into the studio today. But I'm glad I made it, and I'm here with you, uh, your long-distance co-host for today. But uh, you're going to be coming up our way, which was good to hear. You're going to be in Minnesota soon. Minnesota, yes, sir. Although you're going to be cold. I don't think you're prepared for this. Yeah, well, you know, I I actually, uh, I'm going, since I'm going up at, to, it'll be about an hour and a half from Canada, uh, and it's also in the plains or in towards toward North North Dakota. And I'm looking at the wind as we're as we're sitting here talking right now, and it says <laughs> winds five to fifteen miles an hour, and it's supposed to be uh, low of seven and high of nineteen. Yeah, the wind chills. If the actual temp is seven, the wind chills would be probably 20 below 30 below yeah it's um i i, I definitely asked <laughs> i asked the guy i said uh i said do i i don't so i take it i don't need i was being facetious obviously i was like uh, so i guess i don't need to plan for winter in georgia he was like no no you certainly do not <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so i guess uh i guess i'll i'll look like um i told you the little brother off of christmas story yeah. uh and i and i think it'll be okay i can't low i can't can't put down you, my you have arms like 10 layers on you yeah. won't be able to move yeah yeah you'll so. just roll around sure. oh well hey it'll be fun it'll be a story Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be an experience and a story, that's for sure. So what are we talking about today? And what's going on in the world of finance? Well, you know, you and I, you and I are going to be kind of hit and miss uh, going forward as far as recording and and doing our shows just because of the holidays. And uh, my kids have have been watching Christmas movies for the past month and a half. Like, like, yeah, it wasn't even like (laughs) like Halloween yet. They're already like walking around and Santa hats and all 
all this stuff. So, oh, um, no. one of the one of the movies they watched the other day was uh, the Mickey and Minnie version of the Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, I've seen that. And you know, Tony, I think I think it's about time to do a Ghost of Retirement Christmas Past uh, oh. show. What do you think? The Ghost of Retirement Christmas Past. I like it. I well, like it. you know, you think about you think about uh, the the old Christmas Carol. The 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 whole premise behind it was, you know, you you get so focused, caught up on on things, you you kind of let them mold you into a certain way, and then you kind of lose sight of what you really what your really important things are. <clears throat> and you know, the moral of the story is: make sure that you're keeping what's important important, and you know, try to try to let the other other issues and the other things just just be white noise, right? Just just let it let it go in in the past. The problem is, a lot of times in retirement planning uh, and retirement in general, uh, we don't we don't get a second chance, right? This is not a dress rehearsal. This is a one act play. You you make decisions, and you have to either profit from or suffer those decisions. The problem is, you know, we we talked in past shows. Uh, I talked to a pilot uh, recently and he was asking me to kind of kind of correlate it to something he that he could envision or he could visualize. And I said, well, think about it like this. If you if you get in the plane and you're you're new to it and you just sit in the cockpit and you decide you want to start flying, if all of a sudden something goes haywire or things start lighting up on the dash, buzzers start buzzing, uh, the joystick uh, or the stick starts shaking, what are you going to do? He was like, well, if you didn't have any experience, I don't know. He'd probably crash. Exactly. So what's the reason for getting in the simulator and doing hours and hours and hours of training before you ever get into an actual cockpit and start flying? It's because you need to go ahead and, and plan through and think through the potential mistakes, the potential pitfalls, the down markets, inflation, and really see if if your future is going to be the future you want. And and that's what Scrooge was given the opportunity was to see his past decisions, his present state of being, and then what his future was if he didn't change his ways. So that's what we're going to talk about this morning, Tony. So let's uh, let's dive in. What do you think? A good topic for, for today or what? Oh, great topic. Uh, are you kidding me? And it's timely. So uh, let's dig in. Where do you want to begin, Travis? Well, the number one, I read a read a study uh, that was uh, recently, I'm trying to remember where I read it from. I thought I had it written down. Uh, it was from the University of Michigan's Ongoing Health and Retirement Survey. Um, and what they found was there were a number of regrets that older Americans have uh, that were surveyed. And the number one regret of retirement and retirees was not saving enough money. And Tony, we've talked about over that over and over on the show. The problem is <clears throat> so many times we really we really shoot ourselves in the foot because think about it. If you know how much you're saving, you will you will be able to forecast are you gonna have a shortfall? Or are you truly saving too much and you can scale back and you're not forcing yourself to have to put those those large deposits in right into your 401k, your profit sharing or retirement plan. But the problem is, is if you don't keep up with where you are and you don't know 
how that's going to perform or how that's going to generate cash flow for you. How do you know if you're saving too much or if you're as as the number one uh, regret of older financial or older Americans for financial and retirement planning is not saving enough. You know, consumption is one of those things. The only the only thing we have is is a decision on consumption. You make money today, you choose to either consume it today or save it for tomorrow so you can consume it tomorrow. But at, at the end of the day, that's really the only two choices we have. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up and, you know, you have during your your 30s and your 40s and 50s, you you know, you have proms and college and, uh, oh, my goodness, I'm just thinking about all the things I've got to deal with. But um, with three kids, uh, my or my kids age. So, you know, you've got all these, uh, you know, school, school events, dresses, you know, tuxes for the boys, vehicles, whatever. And sometimes it's very difficult to to stretch that that uh, dime into a dollar when it comes to your retirement plan. So something has to be cut. And a lot of times that's where it, it comes from is retirement savings are neglected. And that's uh, I think that's probably something that's coming home to roost now that more Americans are retiring and they're like, oh, my goodness, I can't go back and fix this. So, uh, Tony, number one is not saving enough. What do you think? Are you are you saving enough? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> let's put it that way. Uh, I know from you and working with you, Travis, that uh, what I need to save. And uh, no, I mean, I'm, uh, the good news is we're on we're on the path to to get there. But we haven't saved enough to this point. Uh, but we've made adjustments thanks to your advice, and uh, we are getting there, my wife and I. So that's good. Tony, you warm my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna okay. need it where no, you're going yeah no kidding no kidding uh the number two number two uh so think about like steve harvey reading down on uh on on the uh, <laughs> yeah, what family, you call it? family the feud, feud. The feud number two not buying long-term care insurance or oh. having a plan to pay for long-term care uh actually the 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 side note that was given was uh, there, there is a big misapprehension, widespread misapprehension, especially among non-retirees, that Medicare is going to pay for your nursing home stay, and it won't. Right? We've talked about this over and over. You have to pay when you go into a facility. There's only a number of ways to pay for it. You can either be a self-funder, which if you don't have private insurance, you're definitely going to be. You can use your capital to buy insurance, which becomes the the payer if you will you're buying cash flow or you're gonna spend down and you're gonna get on medicaid now there is a fourth option that's asset-based long-term care uh it it really is starting to to take uh take hold tony as far as market share because it it solves a lot of ills a lot of reasons the people don't have medicare or or excuse me uh, long-term care insurance is because they don't they don't look at it as um, as something they're going to benefit from and and of course that is could not be farther from the truth it's going to benefit you because you are going to give your kids and your spouse the freedom to be able to pay for your care and to pay to get that level of care that you want, not the one that you just wind up with because you didn't plan and you end up spending your assets and leaving your spouse not only emotionally, but also financially broken as well. So yeah, you don't want to leave your spouse or your loved ones in a bad that's just situation. A, that's just a not not good situation all the way around. And, and yeah. I'll tell you why I say that. You know, it, it hits home for me, but I, I'm I'm going to refrain from explaining 
my situation, but I'll tell you some of the ones I have seen. You know, a lot of times older, as we get older, uh, you see spouses that, uh, you know, the number one person or number one way that that most male retirees say they're going to get med- or long-term care uh, care in retirement is what? Their spouse is going to take care of them. Yeah, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Guys, mm. what are we doing? Because if you're, let's say you're 200 pounds, right? And, and I haven't seen 200 pounds since high school, but let's say you're 200 <laughs> pounds and your spouse is 120, 130, 140, whatever. If she can't pick you up and carry you across the room now, what do you, what makes you think she's going to be able to do it whenever she's 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road? It's not going to happen. You're going to wind up, and actually the caregiver winds up actually taking more of the brunt of of the abuse, and actually their health deteriorates more rapidly. They may not pass quicker, but they will deteriorate more rapidly and go from a healthy to a unhealthy situation pretty quick because of the stress that that's going to put on them. So, you know, folks, take take some sit in the cockpit, sit in the in the simulator, and think about some of the regrets and mistakes that these these guys are talking about. That and these are retirees, right? These are people that have already gone to the other side, so to speak. Um, their second num uh, second regret was not buying long term care. Do you think that's because they they anticipated going to a facility or needing something, or do you think it was probably because it took a lot of stress and strain off of their their loved ones and their their spouse? And I gotta feel like it's the latter, not the former, right? I mean, at the right. end of the day, you you don't. You hope you you have car insurance. You you don't want to use it. You hope you never need it. But if you do get in a car wreck, you're going to need it. And if let's say you were hit by someone who didn't have car insurance, you're really going to need it. So you know you think about it. It's something you pay for. You hope you never need. But at the end of the day, it's probably one of the best investments you'll ever make. Uh, if that's something that you're concerned with and you want to plan for. So, Tony, long term care. Uh, so that's uh, that's two pretty good ones to start with. Well, yeah, definitely. That's uh, long-term care is huge and uh, making sure you're saving enough. That's huge. And uh, what else is on this list? Uh, The ghost of retirement Christmas pass. What do we need to look out for? Well, number, number three is actually not working longer and claiming social security too early. Because a lot of times, uh, and and unfortunately, a lot of people will say, okay, wait a minute, you know, if I draw Social Security at 62, I can go ahead and step away. Um, which is, is, is fine. If that's something that you your portfolio will withstand, that's that's great. Sure, why not? But think about it like this, Tony. It's the member the the consumption, uh, the consumption comment that I made earlier. If you begin taking from your portfolio a year earlier, and that means you're not contributing and letting it grow an additional year, it could take three to five years off of your your success of, of retirement. It could literally mean the difference between running out of money at age 90 and running out of money at age 85. Because if you hit a down market, you take money going into it. Once you pull the trigger, most people are not going to have the option of going back to work or going or getting their job back once they retire. Um, and then of course, claiming social security too early. You know, when you, when you do claim it, you're, you're, 
honestly and truthfully just giving up cash. And I know a lot of people, and I've I've had this over and over, Tony, we've talked about it on the show. I uh, had a gentleman one time that uh, he he actually uh, in a class we were teaching he brought his spreadsheet and he and after class he was like I want to show you what my work says and I was like okay well that's great but um, are you accounting for cola well no I just figured I wouldn't count for it I said okay I said. Um, you're probably leaving money on the table. He said, I don't yeah. believe you. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll take the Pepsi challenge. I said, uh, I said, block <laughs> out any, any distinguishing information and give me your spreadsheet. He did. I went back, I put it in our system and I put it in the simulator, flew a couple flights, saw what crashed, saw what was successful, brought it back to him the next week. And he and his spouse were actually leaving close to $600,000 on the table in retirement income. By wow. taking Social Security improperly. Wow. Folks, when you take Social Security too early, you are locking in a lower income for life. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but it ain't going to be here. <sighs> really? Really? Is that is that your argument? Think about what you just said. There, the the Congress right now, and we are in the middle of a runoff. The Congress right now, the Senate and the House would literally rather give a tiger a colonoscopy in a phone booth than take your Social Security from you. That is not going to happen. So please, for the love of all that is holy, do not and please think about it. Do not take that decision lightly and go ahead and take Social Security early because it may just very well be the difference in whether you are successful or whether you are not. Do the math. Get someone to do it for you. If you want us to do it for you, let me know. For Christmas, Tony, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If if the first, and we haven't done it in a while, the first three callers, and we are now in, in multiple markets, so if you're in the Savannah Bluffton market and you're not early, you may miss out. By all means, all of our markets, listen to what I'm about to tell you. For Christmas, I will give you every Saturday from now until Christmas Day, the first three callers that call in, I will give you a half hour on me. You can ask me any question that you want and really start to understand whether or not your plan is going to work for you and your spouse. That's my Christmas gift to you. That's that's excellent. So uh, that's really important. And a lot of people leave a lot of money on the table, not just with just Social not Security. Not just with Social Security, though, but with these other mistakes and decisions that they make that can end up haunting them in retirement, which is what we're talking about today. I, I love right. this topic because it's so important. And, you know, most of us, uh, P, our listeners out there are only going to retire once, right? Uh, but, yeah. but you well, retire every fortunate, day. You go through uh, if this you're process fortunate, you day. only retire once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, but you could you could retire twice. Uh, you go, which you would... retire every day. You go through it at least with, with your, so you're experiencing all this every day. So you've seen the pitfalls as you uh you know negotiate for the three and- greatest letters in the alphabet are o p m other people's mistakes 
learn from other people's mistakes and other people's decisions because you don't have to make the same decision. If you see how it worked out for them, you can make a different path. You can make a different path. You can make a different decision. You're not locked in. You you are like screws. You've got time. You've got you're not in the ground yet. You've got time to readjust your or your pitch. You can pull the nose up, but you have to do it now. You can't wait until you get closer to the ground and think that it's just going to magic happen some some may be fortunate enough to pull it pull the nose up but some are not tony and that's that's what we're talking about is how do we make decisions how do we make sure that the regrets of other people do not turn into our regrets and our mistakes so other people's mistakes three greatest letters in the alphabet yeah there <laughs> there you go yeah well, i got the last one and i don't typically i i I try to stay away from product like the plague on here. And the reason being is, number one, regulators don't like it. But number two, I really think if you start talking about widgets, you miss the the actual purpose of why you use something, right? You you need to use something because that's what it's made for. What do you mean by product? Well, no, you know what number four was? What? It was that Americans, and I'm reading verbatim, Americans regretted not investing in a lifetime income product that Uh, would guarantee their funds for life. And Tony, I have a theory. And I I think this is probably why most people regret not investing in something that's going to guarantee their income for life. Uh, Well, they don't do it initially because they feel like that it's losing control of their money when actually it's giving you control of your money. And in some cases, it could for some people, if it's appropriate, it could provide you with permission to spend more. Think about what I just said. It could provide you with permission to spend more. Why? Because the reason that a lot of people like Social Security and they like pensions is why? Because that money is guaranteed for life, will never go away. It's going to, in some cases or a lot of cases, be adjusted for inflation and it's cash flow. Uh, so many people have have given over to the 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 case that they want to be 401k millionaires when they need to be 401k retirement income planners, not retirement accumulators because they feel like they've got to have a million, 2 million dollars. Well, if you're in the wrong investments and you can't produce but say 2 or 3% income, if you have a million bucks, that's only 30 grand. Some of these products, and and I'm not promoting one versus the other, but some of these products, they might give you a five and a half, six and a half, seven percent distribution rate. So uh, you, if if you needed a million dollars to produce thirty thousand, you might be able to produce the same income with half that, and then that way you have half of the money still liquid that you can basically blow if you want to, because you know that you've already taken care of your income. You can take the yep. chains of Jacob Marley off because the <laughs> chain the chains are literally the regrets that you're making and the decisions you're making. Put down the bad decisions, put down the chains, and start taking account of where you are. Don't be Scrooge. Yeah, there you go. Well, great show today. Uh, great message for our listeners out there. A uh, good one. Very succinct today, Travis. Tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. I'm sure they have questions. 
Absolutely. Tony, uh, as we just said, from now until Christmas, the first three callers that leave us a voicemail and we will we will keep up with the time you called. First three callers that call, you get a 30 minute ask us anything session on us, on me. We can do it in person. We can do it over the phone, whatever you prefer. But you got to pick up the phone and give us a call. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Shoot us an email. And Tony, remember this. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Tiny <Thanks>. Tim. <laughs> there you go. Uh, back to a Christmas carol. There you go. I love it. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.